Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Athletic Business Podcast. I'm Jason Scott, and joining me today on the show is Kevin McCulley. He's the founder and CEO of the sports and fitness management software platform, Upperhand. And Kevin and I had a chance to speak about all of the different ways in which sports and fitness businesses can benefit from implementing software into their, uh, into their operations. We talked a little bit about how businesses can streamline their operations, increase their revenues, uh, generate some great data, and why now might be a great time to do it with all of the pandemic-related restrictions uh, still in place in some parts of the country. Um, so we'll get right to my conversation with Kevin right after a quick break. Athletic Business Magazine is a trade publication that 40,000 athletics, fitness, and recreation professionals rely on to find the tips, trends, and products they need to be successful. Want to join? Head on over to athleticbusiness.com slash subscribe to get started or renew your free subscription. Kevin McCauley, thanks for joining us today. Hey, pleasure, uh, pleasure to join you guys and uh, uh, be a part of the Athletic Business Podcast. Jason, very excited. All right. Uh, well, before we dive into the meat of our conversation, uh, I'm hoping you can tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and a little bit about Upperhand. Yeah, absolutely. We are a software company in the sports fitness space. We help uh, businesses in our industry grow, really no matter where they are uh, in terms of their, their growth curve today. Um, one of our brand promises is to ultimately uh, help, help those customers that work with us be successful, um, help identify what success looks like, uh, and then use our software uh, as the engine to do that. Great. Um, so uh, obviously, you know, software is actually going to be um, the focus of our discussion today. I guess, like, uh, what specifically um, does your software uh, do for sports and fitness facilities? Yeah, so uh, a number of things from uh, running and managing the, the front office, you know, client membership management uh, for people that are buying, paying online, uh, to the back office management, uh, everything from, uh, marketing to accounting uh, to really running uh, the business, uh, and we're unique in that we've really focused over the you know really since our founding uh, on the user experience and, and finding ways to make it easier uh, to do very complex things in sports and fitness. Um, we were the first company uh, in the market to introduce the ability to pay for a membership uh, online or, or through a mobile app, um, mm-hmm. the ability to purchase multiple uh, types of training uh, all within. Uh, a family, uh, if you have multiple kids, um, uh, et cetera, all from one place and, and really just trying to, again, help uh, run a complex environment, which is, is very much um, my understanding with athletic business. Some of the customers you guys, um, you know, that read athletic business uh, on the facility side, very complex. Um, uh, we, now we do work with folks outside of just sports facilities. Um, I do uh, fitness uh, boutique uh, companies, um, as well as uh, some gyms, but the facility side is easily the most complex um, in terms of operation. Yeah, I, I think that uh, you know a lot of our readers are are trying to integrate some of this new technology uh, into their business operations. So it's it's a good uh, it's, a, it's always a good time um, for this kinds of conversation. Um, now you kind of touched on a, a few different aspects of of what your company does. So I'm curious if we if we can maybe dive into um, just in a little bit more detail, you know, like what uh, software like uh, Upperhand can do uh, as for, for professionals in our industries managing their businesses. So um, I'm just curious if we can maybe talk, talk about, um, you know, events, uh, facility, booking, um, you know, business operations, et cetera. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. So uh, a couple of pillars that we have as it relates to the, to the product uh, itself. Um, first, uh, optimizing sort of your business operations, right? Um, which we sort of see as efficiency. Um, the second tier sort of pillar we identify is increased member satisfaction uh, on the client uh, experience side. Mm -hmm. uh, and then really uh, making better business decisions is the third piece of our software. So leveraging data uh, to essentially do that in the software. Now, obviously, there's a number of different benefits that this provides um, uh, in each one of those categories. Not sure how, how deep you want me to go on each of those. Sure. Um, but uh, essentially, we help customers save anywhere from uh, you know eight to twelve hours a week of, of manual labor. Uh, we can increase revenue on average about thirteen thousand um, annually for a business, uh, a small business, a single unit location. Um, our software has a fifty-four uh, net promoter score uh, on the user side, uh, and we can help uh, really decrease you know, unwanted uh, contact duplication. You know, as a as sort of a third. Uh, KPI or ROI metric uh, for the software. Sure. Now, I'm, I'm curious, like, what kind of the uh, value proposition is for, you know, maybe, maybe some, like, old school kind of uh, facility managers who, who prefer to kind of handle their business operations and everything yeah. in an old-fashioned way. I mean, what, how do you kind of approach those conversations? Yeah, well, I mean, it really helps untangle kind of the complexities behind running uh, a sports facility, right? So typically, a sports facility is going to manage a bunch of different resources, uh, depending on whether it's a single uh, use type sports facility or multi-use uh, single and multi meaning, you know, is it a baseball only, you know, facility? Is it a, you know, soccer, baseball, volleyball, basketball, you know, one of these large complexes um, to run the mm -hmm. business. And in those situations, you're managing a number of different resources. Uh, obviously you're managing staff. Um, you're managing an incredible amount uh, of different menu items as it relates to what you sell uh, as a business owner. And so really taking uh, the, eight to 12 different things you use to run your business, uh, which is typically what we see when we, we migrate uh, somebody over to upper hand, uh, and really unifying that experience into one platform uh, and or reducing the number of platforms you have down uh, as much as possible uh, to do two things. One, drive growth uh, for your business uh, by making it easier for clients to simply work with you. Uh, but mm -hmm. two, for the business, getting your data in a place that you can actually use it. Um, as we know, it, data is the most important thing. Um, it's the future, uh, understanding um, you know, the analysis, uh, analytics, whatever it is you want to look at uh, from a business perspective, you can't do it unless the data is there uh, and, it's, and it's readable, it's usable, right? Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things you touched on in that answer there is, is kind of the user experience side. So you, you mentioned that software in general uh, can kind of make um, you know, a user or you know, a, a member, their experience interacting with your business a little bit easier. Um, can you maybe expand on that? How does that uh, actually kind of come through um, in, in practice? Yeah, so uh, some simple things, easy booking processes, right? Uh, improves conversions uh, by reducing friction during checkout, right? So mm -hmm. something as simple as that is going to see an immediate ROI benefit on the uh, simplified conversion rate. Um, we can protect against lost sales and dollar churn for people that would have dropped out of an otherwise very un, you know, uh, unlinear uh, type registration process or booking uh, scheduling purchase process. Because you have to remember in our space, and you, you probably know better than me um, as a part of athletic business, you know, our industry is somewhat outdated. Um, and I think COVID has really put the spotlight on that, right? Obviously Peloton sort of being obviously very, very fitness focused, but even in sports, you know, since we started this in 2012, we've seen a large increase and in really the, the merge of fitness and, and sports, right? Growing up, you know, to get better at, at baseball. They'd say, go out and play, right? That was how right. you got better was, was skill development. And now it's, it's, it is skill development still, but it's also now athlete development. It's, it's how are you getting stronger, faster, smarter uh, with your body 
Uh, and that's, that's where you start to see the merge of fitness. And so uh, our ability to help our customers simplify things like just checking out allows them then to focus on the real areas of creating value, creating great workouts. Where are the trends going you know, for your business? Um, doing what you're, you're, you're great, you're great known for now, why you have a sports facility to begin with, right? Um, you may not be a business type owner person. You may have played a sport or, uh, you know, at a high level, um, investing in, in that side of your business is going to create more value, uh, for your customers long-term. Sure. And it, it just kind of, uh, I guess goes to show, I mean, technology, uh, that kind of broad umbrella term, I guess, makes us all more efficient. Um, in uh, in our day-to-day work and that uh allows us to really kind of uh put more emphasis and 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 more uh devotion into uh, the things that we're great at yeah yeah i couldn't agree more yeah all right um now i'm curious to kind of like what impact uh the pandemic uh has has had on um you know kind of trying to have some of the sales conversations that you that you must be having i mean like how um how has you know, the fact that a lot of sports and fitness facilities are shut down uh, right now kind of impacted things. And uh, what role can software help uh, in, in helping, you know, you know, facility operators kind of manage their way through the rest of this crisis and, you know, beyond? No, it's a great question. I'm sure everybody's obviously, had, you know, had to think about that. You know, sports for us is obviously we've definitely been hit, I'd say, next to maybe restaurant, the restaurant industry sports and fitness has been the, the second most hit industry, um, which makes sense. Uh, out of the two, between sports and fitness, we've seen sports more heavily impacted than, than fitness mainly mm-hmm. uh, because you're, you're dealing with uh, you know, youth athletes. Um, it's more, you know, more educational-based. It's getting you – know, kids are obviously not as uh, – uh, they're not as vulnerable um, as it relates to COVID statistically. Um, so you've seen states uh, be smart about you know, what can open versus what can't. Um, for us, there's no doubt um, we've seen people close, right? We try to avoid states that, that you know, we're 100% shut down. But I will say this, when somebody is shut down as a business owner, you've got more time in your hands, right? So if you're, if you're okay and from an operational perspective, you've uh, PPP certainly helped people. Um, we've seen a lot of people having the conversation on software, uh, having the conversation on, okay, should we use this runway? We have to rethink you know, the stuff we can fix right now, you know, you just sort of shift where your focus as a business owner, you know, you're not dealing with customers coming in. So instead we're going to focus internally, how do we operate better? Um, mm-hmm. And so we've been able to get uh, quite a few of those conversations you know, this past year. It's a great chance to, to meet with people, schedule those conversations, whether they, whether they convert, you know, again, it kind of goes back to, to COVID, you know, where was it? Um, what time of year was it? Cause at one point things were opening back up and then they shut back down. Right. Uh, so it's very challenging. Um, and I can only say that, uh, it had to be even more challenging for you know our customers uh, who've had to to navigate those waters um, uh, you know day in day out. So uh, it's certainly been been difficult for everyone. Absolutely. Now, is there uh, an aspect uh, of you know uh, of a business uh, in, in the sports and fitness space that you think um, is the most ripe? I guess for uh, like software to help improve, like. Uh, what what are the aspects of um, your product? I guess that um, that that folks can you know like really leverage to make the biggest impact on on their business kind of right away. Well, amazingly, a lot of folks in our industry um, some don't even have a process in place, right? So you're still calling in to to schedule time. Um, uh, typically, software or tools they put together uh, are creating a, a situation where you still have to call even if you have something you know connected online. 
So out of the gates, you know, going from, again, if you look at other industries, if you, if you sort of turn to ourselves and like as consumers, you know, going into an Apple store, or a Tesla store, like everywhere you and I go shop, we would expect a modern experience, right? Mm-hmm. It just so happens that in these sports, for whatever reason, it's taken forever for people to recognize that. Um, and, and it has a huge impact on you know, people choosing where to go. And if you look at fitness, if you look at sports, where are you going to go? If you look at COVID, the impact it's had, um, people not being willing to, to touch a credit card anymore. Something as simple as having contactless payments um, is important, right? Which upper hand can provide, you know, because of the, the ability to register and do everything online or through the app. Mm-hmm. Um, so really getting people modernized, sort of bringing what they've got in place, whether you're using Excel spreadsheets to manage your facility, if you're using software that has no consumer side, no, no ability to process payments or events, right? We can, we can handle the rentals. We can handle your memberships. You know, we can handle and manage all that so your clients can spend, right? And then obviously cash flow is flowing faster to your business. Um, and then we're making it easier for you to look at that data to say, which resources are we using? You know, where do we get the, the highest uh, bang for the buck um, when it comes to retail uh, resources, rather? Um, where are we getting the strongest uh, you know, uh, revenue per square foot uh, within the business? Um, do we need to adjust uh, within the facility where we're not getting any revenue? Um, mm. And so software like Upper Hand uh, can help you, uh, help put you in a position to start making those decisions that will improve your business for, for the long haul. Right. And that's kind of what you touched on earlier. I mean, generating that kind of data uh, with something like software is, um, is something that, you know, like before these solutions, you would have a difficult time doing. I mean, you just kind yeah. of have to, I guess, like measure it or, you know, like based on, on the eye test. But uh, if you've got uh, data that can actually prove some of this stuff out, then, um, you know, like it can maybe drive some decision making and, and really help to yeah. improve your bottom line. Absolutely. Um, okay. Uh, next question for you. I'm just kind of curious about um, how the approach differs uh, for, for, for folks who are based on the facility that they're running, basically. I mean, um, does a sports facility, like a youth sports facility, kind of really differ um, from a fitness facility in terms of how they deploy uh, these software solutions? Yeah, it's a good question. There's certainly differences. Um, some things are going to be more important than others. You know, for, for a facility, managing resources is probably priority number one. Um, you, you need to be able to know which staff members are using what resource at what, any given time uh, in order to, to make it available uh, for, for customers to purchase, right, um, and or to fill any gaps you might have in, your, in that capacity. Uh, whereas uh, fitness may be similar, but it's not going to be as constrained uh, on resources. You know, if you go to a gym, uh, as an example, I mean, today, well, I guess with COVID, some people are kind of running out of the you know, treadmills and stuff individually. But historically, that, that hasn't been an issue, right? Um, sure. You're not managing uh, large groups and, and those resources. Um, so I would say that that's one of the biggest differences is you're managing um, the resource side uh, side of it. Uh, the other difference would be with youth sports, as long as it's um, competitive, right? So uh, we sort of segment out uh, when we look at um, uh, athletics, you have what's really for-profit and then you have um, sort of non-profit, right? You have your, your, your sort of club team where their, their incentive and goal is different than some of them may be doing athletic training, right? So you're paying to be trained. Um, so to, do, to those two business owners, while the software, you know, can, can work, you know, pretty, pretty similar, their, in, their incentives are different, right? The data they care about is going to be different. Um, right. Uh, you know, one's going to care more about um, uh, making sure that they can stay in business and train um, and, and develop the athlete, whereas the other one's going to be looking for, you know, the most cost-efficient way to, to make sure pricing's cheap and affordable, uh, you know, for the parent to purchase, you know, Little League or something like that. So we tend to operate 
uh, more more heavily in the uh, the for profit um, development space. Sure. So I mean, it, it kind of sounds like you know um, the software. The idea here is to deploy a versatile tool tool and kind of tailor um, how you actually you know use it to your unique kind of business goals. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else uh, that we haven't maybe touched on in the conversation today that, uh, that, that we should maybe uh, circle back to mention? That's always uh, a, a question I like to end my interviews with. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, I, you know that it, it's a difficult environment for people, but I, I hope that you know, folks are turning uh, to resources like, like athletic business. Um, it's a great opportunity now to learn. Um, obviously we've got to be doing things differently than we did a year ago um, as an industry. And uh, there's not a, there's never been a better time to to see the value in uh, companies like athletic business um, to get those resources and knowledge. So, well, we appreciate those kind words, um, Kevin McCauley. Thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, I appreciate it, Jason. Thank you. AB Today is a daily e-newsletter that provides professionals within the athletics, fitness, and recreation industry with relevant, fast-reading nationwide stories. Sign up at athleticbusiness.com slash e-news and enjoy great content from Athletic Business every weekday. Welcome back to the show. Not much on the calendar in terms of uh, housekeeping notes, but we do want to note one final time. We have extended the deadline for the architectural showcase. This is the final extension, and it is on April 9th. So if you have an outstanding uh, sports fitness recreation facility, do get those projects into us no later than April 9th, and and we will include those in our architectural showcase. Uh, Facilities that are included in that uh, issue are also automatically entered uh, into the judging for our annual Facilities of Merit Award. It's uh, one of the more unique awards in the industry, so do get those projects into us uh, again, April 9th. That's going to do it for this episode of the Athletic Business Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we, we do appreciate your listenership, and if you liked today's show or any of the others, uh, go ahead and recommend the show to a friend, leave us a rating or a review, or just keep listening. Uh, subscribe to the show on whatever plat- platform that you're listening to. And until next time, Take it easy.